It is 17 minutes before the hour here on the Drought Large Radio Show. We're awaiting the arrival of Tim Brand from the St. Vincent de Paul Society here in the Queen City, affiliated with St. Marie's Parish, which I believe is the uh, originator of the St. Vincent de Paul Society here in the city. There is a walk for the poor coming up. And to be perfectly candid with you, I really don't know much about it. So I can't fill you in on it, except I believe it's this coming weekend. And I don't know what you do. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll try to get some details. But, you know, Tim uh, came to me at church and said, hey, can you give it a mention? I said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an interview and pulled out the calendar and boom, boom, boom. Hopefully I didn't put it on the wrong day. Maybe I did. I don't think so, though. And um, anyway, so all I know is it's coming. And it raises money for the St. Vincent de Paul Society, but I'm not sure how. I believe they they start the walk at the church, and they go over the hands across the Merrimack Bridge, and then they come back, and uh, that's all I know. <laughs> so I sent him a text message saying, hey, where are you? Hopefully I hear back. In the meantime, I'll tell you, it was quite the busy weekend in the Queen City. Uh, it's become like a place of 5Ks. If, if people are having a walk, a run, uh, something for charity or something else, here he is. <laughs> he said to me a text right back saying, walking through your door. <laughs> Anywhere, sure. You want to sit or stay? Okay, good. You sit right there. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll extend the microphone. You want to stand? Sure. All right. Well, then. Doing a little mic adjustment here. Okay. Up. Bring it up one more notch. Okay. Good. Make sure the gears aren't grinding. Now grab that one right there. Nope. 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 There you go. This one. Pull. To extend. There you go. Beautiful. And Tim, <laughs> while you're introducing yourself, I'll, Tim. I'll probably make a, a couple more mic adjustments so people can hear. You want to talk to the face, not to the top. Right there in, go. okay? Yeah. Better? Better. We're getting there. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and the the St. Vincent de Paul Society, and then we'll be on to the uh, discussion of your coming event while I make some mic adjustments. So just keep talking like nothing's All happening. All right. Thank you. So uh, I joined St. Vincent de Paul about 11, 12 years ago. I, I had some uh, time that I was able to donate and... Fell in love with the ministry. You know, our basic uh, primary function is running the emergency food pantry, which we run out of the uh, basement of the rectory at St. Marie's. We're one of the uh, only St. Vincent de Paul conferences that we still deliver all of the meals that we provide oh, really? for the needy on the uh, pretty much the west side. So we cover from like uh, Front Street all the way back up over towards Pennardville and and down towards Granite Square. So. Kind of okay. like all of our neighbors around the around the parish, and it's it's self funded. Uh, we don't take any money from the parish. It's uh, it's donations to us in the ways of food, um, finance, and and we get a lot of our food from the New Hampshire Food Bank. So, the Walkathon is our primary fundraiser. Okay, uh, I've stayed on since I was president a few years ago as the chairperson of the Walkathon, and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. It it's uh, it's a nationwide event. That the uh, oh, it is. St. Vincent de Paul runs, yes. Okay. It's always on the weekend of the Feast of St. Vincent de Paul or or the weekend. Well, his uh, his feast day is the 27th, is it not? I believe you are correct. I remember that because yep. it happens to be my birthday. So. Ah, <laughs> easy one to remember for you. 
I'll remember that now too. So yeah, so so it's the thirtieth. It's just Saturday. Um, Gave me a great build up too. I was listening on the way in. I live in New Boston, so I, I had to navigate the construction in the in the village of Goffstown. Oh yeah, no, not yeah, that that's an excuse. I should have been a lot earlier. Oh, hey, we know it is what it is. It gave us some. It gave us some fun time. <laughs> that All did. Right. So yeah, so you you were exactly right. We start at um, in front of the church. It's Lafayette Park is across the street. Yeah, yeah. And so it's 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 friendly. It's it's not a church event. It's a St. Vincent de Paul event. Okay. So, and everyone is welcome. We have walkers, joggers, runners, uh, skateboarders, bicycles, dog walkers, uh, anything goes. You, you know, you just, really? just come support, and, and there's not any entry fee. It's, okay. it's donation at will. So okay. uh, we have passersby come by and just make donations. We have people join the day of the event. And so registration is uh, from 8.30 to 9 on Saturday, and then the majority of the group goes off at 9. We do keep registration open in case there's any late arrivals. And it, it is a great scenic route. We go basically from uh, St. Marie's and Lafayette Park up to Putnam Street. Yeah. And if you go all the way down to the very end of Putnam, you you hit the rail trail basically. So you're talking heading uh, west on Putnam as opposed to down towards uh, South Main Street. Or not Correct. South Main Street, but Main Street or McGregor Street there, I guess. Correct. Yep. So okay. we, we would be going up uh, Notre Dame and take a right on Putnam. Right on Putnam. So yep. all the way so, down to the Piscataquag Rail Trail. Correct. And and it's what's neat is that trail kind of follows the Piscataquag River, and a lot of people just have no idea that we have this. I, I call it the West Side's best kept secret, yeah, because it's beautiful. You you think you're out in the country, a hundred miles from the city, for you know half of that trek, and then it actually comes right back through the West Side, and, and the only major crossing we have is South Main, mm-hmm. which which is a a uh, crosswalk intersection. So, and we don't have the volume of people that the city requires us to have police presence or anything. Um, which is good and makes it a lot easier for us to manage. Um, so we cross Although over there. one day there. it would be nice to have that many I people. would love to have. I would love to have that challenge. Yes, that would be fantastic. Now, how many years have you been doing this walk? Uh, it's our fifth year as okay. a conference, and National's been doing it for 12 years. This is the 12th year for, for National. So you're in your fifth year, and so now we're crossing South Main Street. Where do we go from there? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have um, basically the, the hands across the Merrimack Bridge, yeah. which comes out right behind uh, – Fisher Cat Stadium and the new condos that are over there. And so we walk down to the front of the stadium and and we just circle back and come back the same way. It's just, it's beautiful. So all told, how how long is the route? It's 5.4 miles. The nice thing about kind of being contained on that walk and and the fact that we loop the stadium and come back Mm -hmm. is that anybody who wasn't feeling up to the whole 5.4 miles could easily turn at any point and come right back. We, you know, we go out and we mark the trail on, on Friday and make sure that there's no debris or, or, or anything else. So you clean up the trail, mark uh, it. We haven't had to. Actually, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty well traveled and very well kept. It, it's, uh, it's nice. It's nice. And, and most people like going over the Merrimack River, too, and the views yeah, up and I've down. I've never been over that bridge. Really? It's cool. Yeah. It's well, cool. I had to give that a try. There's actually a, a parking lot on, um, on the west side of, of the river, right by the foot of that bridge, where you could park. Right, even right if you're off going, the 2nd Street, right? Yeah. Even yeah. if you were going to a Fisher Cats, there's room for probably 25, 30 cars there, and it's owned by the city. So you can park there and walk over to the Fisher Cats games ah. if you'd rather not park on the other side. It's a nice walk, and it's it's pretty, and I've done that on several occasions. Oh, there you go. So now, um, how much money do you, I mean, how many participants do you, t- uh, do you typically get? How much money do you typically raise? I mean, 
if you say there's no uh, registration or entry fee and people just sort of give a donation, do you find that people, you know, go knock on their neighbor's doors and say, I'm going to do the, you know, the walk for St. Vincent to Paul? I mean, if they wanted to, you know, do it like a, a walk-a-thon and get X number of dollars per mile that they walked or something like that. Most it, of it, I don't I don't see any of these events anymore run with the dollar per mile thing like when yeah. we were kids. What I see is a is, is a strong tendency towards online and, and I guess you would call them the micro donations, get your friends to give you a dollar to whatever right. they can spare. Um, and, and, you know, I think uh, some of the youth that get involved with it, they, they're they an easier hit for friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of us, it's social media is, is how we do it. We Really? We, yeah, we put it out there that we're involved with the event and, you know, people offer to support us. So we typically have between 20 and 30 walkers. I think we had a high of 34 a couple of years ago. And we typically raise between four and five thousand dollars. So, okay. when you're talking about our average cost of food at nine cents a pound, that's a lot of meals on the table. A so, since you're doing it now, this is primarily to benefit the food pantry. So, there's no association with the St. Vincent de Paul store on Wilson Street. No, that store actually closed was uh, was shut down. Oh, really? A year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, it was, it's been, become such a competitive landscape. And that store was affiliated with our conference. Right. As you know, Ray Rio ran the store for years. And, right. and uh, it just became so competitive with so many interests in that segment locally that, that it wasn't feasible anymore. So, so yeah, the, the, uh, when the store was open, it was self-supportive. It, it never cost the ministry anything. It, in fact, it, it helped the ministry um, 97% of the time. So how many folks uh, rely on the uh, St. Marie's Food Pantry run by the St. Vincent de Paul Society there at the church? I mean, what what are you talking about in terms of numbers of people served or, or just the general needs that you try to meet? We're, we're seeing people, a uh, uh, number of families per week, um, right around 10. So it's, it's usually um, one, two, three a night. Uh, and we've had as many as seven, eight or nine in, in, in one day that need help, uh, you know, just by coincidence. Um, but it's more typical that it's, you know, one or two or three people or families that they're just, and a lot of times it's just between jobs. Uh, I had one recently, um, and we've all heard a lot about it, you know, bank account got hacked. So you know, they're frozen out for like 15 business days. Wow. You know, and here's, there's, this happened to be a couple with three children. What do you do? You know, so luckily we were able to help them and put some meals on the table. So it's a variety of, of reasons why people need help with food. But, um, you know, we're just there for them and, and encourage them. Okay. So now when you say it's roughly 10 people a week, is it is it sort of uh, the, the same people over and over again? Or do you find it changes pretty regularly? Like there's a it you know, ch- our, it's more ours changes. recurring. Ours, yeah, ours ours changes dramatically, and I and I don't. Uh, I, we've seen a, a shift in that. I know four or five years ago we had many more repeat customers mm-hmm. and a much higher volume. Right. Uh, there was a time when when we were averaging twenty five thirty calls a week. Wow! And so I, I don't know if if just the you know the economic state of the west side of Manchester has has been elevated where. We just plain have less in need, or if there's more agencies helping, and, and and we're seeing a smaller percentage of it. So, either way, we're we're you know we're happy that that there is less need, obviously. So, how many how many uh, pounds of food does this translate to, say, on an annual basis that you folks distribute? Oh boy, you know I I, I haven't ever done because I, I know in the past, you know, my kids at, at some point. Uh, uh, my daughter Colette, in particular, she had a couple birthdays where instead of um, you know, 
presents she asked for donations that she would bring to the church food pantry. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, there was uh, one of the times that we did it. Uh, I, I think it was when Father Mo was still relatively new there. And um, he, he didn't seem all that enthusiastic necessarily about meeting us at the uh, at the rectory <laughs> basement to deliver the food, uh, but but he did it, and he was shocked by the amount of food that we brought in. Now, I've got five kids, um, so we fill the minivan when we go grocery shopping, and that thing was overflowing from her friends bringing stuff who thought it was just great uh, that she was doing something like that. And he was like, I mean, just mouth open and everything else. So I think he understood why we wanted him there at the time. Yeah, it's it. You know, it's it's so neat. And we've had uh, we get a lot of help from the, the youth group at St. Marie's. They they do uh, a great job. They put together our Thanksgiving and Christmas baskets. We provide meals for, for those who may not otherwise have one the traditional mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner or or a ham supper for for Christmas. And you know, we encourage those those again in the same geographic area around the parish. That if you know if you need help. It's a great time. We want everybody to enjoy that holiday. Gotcha. So, Tim, we got to unfortunately wrap it up. So is there a place where people can go online to get the, the details, refresh themselves of what we talked about here or we can otherwise use to help promote the event? Yes. If you're on Facebook, uh, our conference has a page. It's just uh, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, and you'll see three or four uh, local, but St. Marie's easy to spot. It's one of the top ones that comes up. And then the walkathon itself has its own page. It's hosted by national and it's just fop walk if you if fop which is friends of the poor yeah my computer's not cooperating so fop walk fop walk yes and and the link is on our facebook page as well oh well we'll just and go from ahead. there you can find individual walkers if you wanted if you can make a general donation to the cause or you can find individual walkers even if they're registered online oh okay and you can make a donation in their name kind of thing correct cool correct All right. Well, Tim Brand, thanks for being with us here this morning to talk about the St. Vincent de Paul Society's Walk for the Poor. It's this Saturday out in front of St. Marie's Parish on the west side, located at 378 Notre Dame Ave. They'll be stepping off from Lafayette Park, which is directly across the street from the church. Registration starts at 830, goes till 9. The walk will step off from then. You will go through the closed loop through the best kept secrets of the west side over the bridge, around the stadium, and back. You can walk, run, ride, bring your dog. You can even bring grandma, right? Absolutely. We look forward (laughs) to seeing you all. Tim, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Rich. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll hit the news. Stay with us.